0: I'm Groot. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. No! No! That's a really bad sign. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and uh, and this is my show, then, apparently. And I welcome you through the door, through the gateway of the Internet. Thanks for stopping by for tonight's broadcast. And uh, we have quite a few things to cover in the hour, a couple things. And uh, let me start off by telling you how to get a hold of the show. If you want to get a hold of the show... In various ways. Do so just by landing on the homepage, joelmaholic.com. That's Joel M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C.com for all you new people. And you can get the live show there, the recorded shows, links to links to the Spreaker page, links to Facebook and everywhere else around the network. If you want to chat with me during the live broadcast, sign up for free at Spreaker.com. You can use your Facebook or your Twitter, make it real easy. You don't even have to fill out a form. And log in during a live show, and you can chat. You can also follow me on Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. There's the various ways to get a hold of me, and do so at your leisure. It is hot in this studio tonight, and that's because you know we had this, uh, we got this weather pattern going on. I don't know what is going on with the weather. It, it was 80 on Friday eighty three yesterday and forty today. so I think it's really because we had to light up the fireplace and then of course, you know even that even at a couple of hours it, it, it will heat the house up you know for longer than that. so even after the fireplace starts to burn out, you know it's like you got this lingering heat, and then it becomes a, a bit uncomfortable, you know because it's not like frigid sub-zero temperatures out there, so uh, it was, and there's a difference. I never th- I never realized that until you get a fireplace or in our case a wood burning stove, and then if you have it for a couple of years you realize that you you start to learn these trends of how the wood burns and how it burns compared with different types of of weather. Your cold nights, your really cold nights, your frigid nights, snowy weather, non snowy weather. It's all these different factors make it burn differently, make the house heat up differently. So today was one of those ones where, you know, you just wanted to get the cold, uh, damp type of feeling out. So you burn it for a couple of hours, but then you have this lingering, and now it's like a a sauna as you wait for the house to cool down. So what I should have done is shut the studio off from the rest of the building earlier, and it would have been cooler in here. Yeah, But that's not what I did. So... (laughs) Um, today, as we continue on our days of the year, today is that sucks day, uh, every 15th of April and how, uh, apropos is that on a normal basis where April 15th is tax day, but I think you have until like tomorrow or Tuesday or something like that, but it, it, it works, right? That sucks. And for more people than not, that really sucks. It's it's national. That really sucks day, and uh, you know, which is kind of the boat I'm in. So, if I seem a little off, uh, that will be why. Because that sucks day is really that sucks day today. So, <laughs> having to do with taxes and such. Should have brought a fan in here or something. It is unbelievable. If I took the temperature right now, I would be afraid to see what the thermometer says. Not that I have one in here, but whew, man. So, um, and then of course, you got all the equipment, right? Ugh. I'll, I'll try not to keep revisiting that. But so, yeah, so it's that sucks day. And later on this week, interestingly enough, take the 17th, which I believe, I think it's the 17th this year that you have to get your taxes postmarked or whatever, but 17th is blah, blah, blah day. Doesn't that just seem to fit? Blah, blah, blah day. So, just looking forward to a couple different things. Uh, Banana Day will fall on the 18th. Um... Pet Owner's Independence Day also falls on the 18th. I'm not really sure exactly what that means. But I guess it has to do... I'm taking a quick look at it. It's every April 18th. If you're fed up with going out to work every day to earn a living while you're dog, cat, rabbit, or budgie, what country came up with this? Lounges around the house? Well, Pet Owner's Independence Day aims to change that. The idea of this holiday is that owners get a turn at lying on the carpet while our fluffy friends try try out their talents in a workspace. Yeah. I don't think that's an American national holiday, although it's brought to you by chewy.com. Um I don't think that's I, I don't I know at my workplace. Let me put it this way. I know at my workplace I can't send my dog in there to do my work. I'd like to bring my dog once in a while. I think that might cure the secret of long days. Right? Is if you can bring your pet into the work uh, with you. I'm sure many of you have seen the video that's been going around Facebook for quite some time of the. Uh, it, it, it's like a a small video, and says this is how you deal with stress at work, and it's somebody opening up the larger desk drawer, and there's a puppy in there. I think there might be a bit of truth to that. So, so just to look at some of the upcoming days, okay. That sucks day. Today it does suck. Blah 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 day on the 17th. Again. Uh, if you just join us, how apropos being at the 17th, I think by midnight is your cutoff day <sighs> for taxes. I'm just very uh very sad about taxes this year. But anyway. Um, so that's going on uh, other sad news just before I went on the air hitting the news, wave, the, the news waves Yeah, R. Lee Ermey passed away R. Lee Ermey, as you know uh, was nominated for a, an award for his role in Full Metal Jacket where he played Gunnery Sergeant Hartman so on Twitter today Bill Rogan, his longtime manager, says it is with deep sadness that I regret to inform you that our Lee Army, the gunny, passed away this morning from complications of pneumonia. He will be greatly missed by all of us. Semper five, Godspeed. He will be missed. He also had a really good show on the History Channel where he talked about different weapons and um you know, tanks and um can't remember the name of the name of the show watched it a lot I feel like an idiot for not remembering but and then he would you know he would basically take uh questions from the mail and about these different elements of war or military or whatever and then he would uh, talk about it kind of show it to you kind of demonstrate it to you it was pretty neat all the way around so um and yeah and known very heavily for full metal jacket if you've ever seen that did an outstanding role in that playing the drill sergeant and he is gone today 74 years old 74 years young and what a shame how devastated and short notice and unexpected is dying from complications of pneumonia of course obviously if you're older if your immune system has bigger deficiencies if you're young, if you're sick, you know, there there are some factors that would make pneumonia a lot more complicated for you. So, so we send our thoughts and prayers to his family at the age of 74, our Lee Army no longer with us on this plane of existence. So, I want to also bring out another piece of news that has been floating around this weekend. I think it's important to kind of mention it, and it has to do with eggs. Uh, Rose Acre Farms from Seymour, Indiana, late Friday, recalled 206,749,248 eggs because they have the potential to be contaminated with salmonella Braiderup an organism which can cause serious and sometimes fatal infections in young children, frail or elderly people, and others with weakened immune systems. Uh, Roseacre Farms initi- initiated the recall after the last after at least I'm sorry, 22 illnesses on the east Coast were traced back to egg production in a farm in Hyde County, North Carolina, which produces 2.3 million eggs a day. So, we are looking for these eggs which reach consumers in 10 states, including Colorado, Florida, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia, by direct delivery to retail stores and restaurants. So, the affected eggs are from plant number P. 1065 with the Julian date range of 011 through the date of 102 which will be printed on either the side portion or the principal side of the carton or the package so I'm going to post the link to foodsafetynews.com which will give you further information about that recall and pay close attention if you're in those states and what's scarier is they're also talking about restaurants So see when there's a recall like this and you think to yourself well gee <clears throat> I have to now go check my eggs but when you're going out and eating at a restaurant you have to count on the teams at the restaurant knowing this information finding out in a timely manner checking if their eggs came from that you know because now you're putting your trust in them or maybe if you hear about this recall, maybe you stop eating eggs for a little while. Just to make sure. So. But I'll have that link posted on the page. And you can certainly uh, take a look at further information. You can check your eggs in the fridge. If you get eggs in any of these states and you happen to get Roseacre Farms. It would be uh, prudent for you to check this information there is a long list of packaging that there's no way i mean i could i can, i could run down them i won't though i'll start sounding like snow closings but i will post a link so you can look into that yourself and check your eggs and speaking of snow closings I mean, what is going on with this weather? I know I just talked about it as far as my fireplace the how the house, the studio is extremely hot because I ran the fireplace for a couple hours today because it's just cold. I mean, we dropped forty forty two degrees in one day. And, but have you seen what's going on in the Midwest? I it's absolutely crazy. And in fact, in fact, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, an Econo Lodge. Its roof collapsed from the sheer weight of the snowstorm. 20 inches today and was still falling. So hopefully nobody got hurt, but I've seen a picture of it. Devastating. And snow has fallen across the Midwest. Obviously, 20 plus inches in some areas. I mean, that's blizzard. And this is like the 26th day of spring. I submit to you that we need to file a missing persons report for Mother Nature. Because she's hanging out in an alley somewhere, popping dope, not taking her right meds. I mean, something is clearly wrong with her. She's not getting her job done. You know, I got that spring, you know, you get that spring fever. I got it Friday. I was having spring fever Friday. Yeah. You know, went down to the beach yesterday. Great weather for Saturday. And, you know, and it's just, it's all gone. Just ripped out from under us. Here you are. Here's a little taste. Whoops. No, I'm going to take that back. And that's what we're, that, that here's what we're left with. It's terrible so I mean my heart really goes out to everybody dealing with this across the Midwest and hopefully it doesn't come over here like right now we've got some heavy rains outside the studio We are looking at potential for thunderstorms tonight. what does that mean it, hopefully it doesn't happen during the show because we know what happened last week and that was that wasn't even we didn't even have thunderstorms last week and lost power you know. But this is why I've said the last couple of years... And I'm not saying it's global warming. I don't believe in that. Global cooling. I just believe that, you know... Science says every so often... This kind of crap happens. You know, to put it in complete layman's terms... Every 26,000 or so years... Shit happens. And the planet goes through some stuff. But anyway... Every year for the past couple of years... I've told people... I don't trust the weather until we get far into May. I stopped trusting March a long time ago, and you can't trust April anymore. You just cannot trust April no more. When it started raining today, it just started raining light here in the area that we're at. Just a light rain. And within like an hour of that light rain, you know our, our, our yards are, are are flooding out. There's just nowhere for this water to go in the ground. nowhere. you know we were driving around a couple days ago and we, put, we were noticing a lot of people there's like an unusual amount of algae growing on on like the sides of houses and we're like, oh all these people, even us, you know we've got a pressure wash this year and it's because of all the dampness and moisture we've had this year. And there's just nowhere for the water to go. So I really feel very bad for the people in the Midwest dealing with this. If it gets out this way, I'm just hoping it's not, I hope it stays warm enough so it's not snow. But I, I, I don't want that kind of problem on my roof. But I don't want all the moisture either. Let's just blow it up to Canada. Blow it down south. But here's a word I don't want to hear this year. I don't want to hear anybody in this area, in the government, this year say the word drought. Because I'll throw punch them. I will throw punch them twice. So anyway. Godspeed to the people out there. Hey, listen, when we come back, our, my, my main piece for tonight is unbelievable. And the reason for the title of the show... Are you effing kidding me? So that's coming up right after this. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to be right back. This This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Welcome back. It's the Joel Mahalik Show. And or welcome if you're just joining us right here on the show. I am Joel Mahallock. Welcoming you here. Thanks for joining us. The website is joelmahalik.com. And if you're new, that's Joel M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C.com. And you can come listen there and download the show. Catch it on demand on the fly. You want to chat with me during the live broadcast, just sign in. Sign up for free at Spreaker.com using your Facebook or your Twitter, and you can chat with me on the show in the live chat. Follow me on Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. So there you have it. Thanks for being aboard tonight, on Sunday night, a rainy Sunday night in April. Da 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 da. Um, this next story, this next thing, this topic that I want to discuss—I don't even know where to go with this. Listen, all right. So, we we've known, unless your head is buried in the sand with a boulder slammed down on it, then you've known that there have been sex dolls on the market for years. You know, of course, the old joke of the blow-up sex dolls, you know, and there's also these lifelike, uh, uh, as far as weight and detail, you know, have been coming out in the last, I don't know how many years. I'm not talking about this from first-hand knowledge, but we know this. The, The sex toy industry has exploded over the last 15, 20 years, and there's this company that called Abyss Creations, they've been making these, they're called real dolls um, sex dolls for years, and they're the ones that are a little more realistic, a little more detailed a little more, have weight to them and, and, and more human like design and, and, and makeup and creation and, and, and all this stuff, right so here's the thing they're now making these robo dolls. Uh, or they have been for a couple of years. And it's basically the real sex dolls they have. But now this lifelike skin and detail and everything is put over a, a robot. And it has this AI engine in it called Harmony. And that way you buy one of these things and it learns about you. You talk to it. It talks back to you. It has conversations. And it's affectionate and it can be intimate and, and personally tailored to your kinds of tastes. We'll learn from you because it's AI. And now <laughs> they're going to take it a step far farther, okay? So they're going to take the real botics and Okay, which is the real doll. Put that all together with the AI engine. Okay. And by the end of the year, the goal is to put this software into the heads of new generations of technologically advanced real dolls with expressive animatronic faces, blinking eyes, customizable voices. The idea isn't just to have sex with them, but to talk to them, grow close with them, fall in love with them. There's something seriously wrong with this picture. It, folks, this is a 21-page article that I printed out. And I'm not, and I'm not even going to venture too far into the 21 pages because you can stop on page 2 and say, something's not right here. It does go on a little further and talks about a guy named Tom, and that's probably not his real name, and how he lost his wife. And chose to buy a real doll to cure his loneliness. He was lonely. He grew lonely following her death. So buys a, buys a real doll. So I have spoke before on the show a couple times, almost on a constant basis, about how we have become a social nightmare. Social media has changed the way that we can be social with each other. Social media has been instrumental in breaking down us socially. And then I look at this and I say, this is an extension of that. It's an extension of it. We've now... Going even further, I mean, you know, people having sex with blow-up dolls or sex dolls, all right, that's been happening. Whether it's a full doll or a toy that works just on the important parts, that's been going on. But now what you're saying is, now we're going to have relationships with these things. I mean, wouldn't that be awkward to go to a wedding and you're sitting at a table with a guy or a gal that's got a, a silicone DAW with a positronic net brain in it an AI engine running in it and 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 the classifying themselves as a couple I mean that's weird where do we go where are we going with this where do we go with it this is crazy So the robotics effort is to sell synthetic companionship. Synthetic companionship. Sounds a lot like synthetic socializing, right? Aren't we synthetically socializing through the AI brain of Facebook and Twitter? I don't think this is is not good for society. This is not good for this guy Tom, which isn't your real name, but it's not good for him either. Or maybe it is because he's 71. I don't know. Whatever happened to you to? you're lonely, you want to meet someone, you go out and you go through those motions of meeting people. You socialize. Go into bars or clubs or a friend sets you up with somebody, see how you work out, you mingle, you talk, you discuss. And then you see if things happen. What happened to that? What, I'm lonely, so I'm going to get an artificial doll? What's that going to be like when your adult children come to visit you after you do that? What does Tom do when his kids come over? Does he introduce her? <laughs> Here's your stepmom. Hello, nice to meet you. <laughs> I mean, how does that work? How does it work? I, 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 I don't, I don't get it. According to Abyss, they offer an online design tool for prospective buyers who want to customize their purchase. Think about build a bear, they say. Yeah, let's compare this with building a bear. Let's compare it with what a little child is doing. But it's for sex dolls. And Tom used that system because that's how he picked the slender, lightly tanned body. This is creepy. This is creepy. I mean, I thought it was weird with that movie in the eighties, Mannequin. Remember, remember that movie? Or what was the other Lars and the Girl? That one was like in the nineties or the early two thousands. Movies that were movies that were making fun of real people having relationships with non-real non persons. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to call them, but. One was a mannequin and I think well actually I think they were both mannequins or one I I don't know. But they were depicting this back in back in the day in those two movies. They were depicting it for comedic reasons. Well now in twenty eighteen it's real. It's really happening. This is another example of technology pushing too far. Too far. This guy Tom picks out a girl through an online ordering form and then has conversations and meetings and emails back and forth and phone calls to fine-tune things like eyebrows, how the corner of the mouth should be. Isn't this a little bit too much real uh, weird science? And they'll sell these things. They are selling these things. Who's buying them? Besides Tom. <laughs> Pre-configured models start at a few thousand dollars, while the highly customizable doll that Tom purchased cost him nearly seventeen thousand dollars. And if customers choose, they'll be able to swap one in for the real doll's original head for a cool $10,000. Now, are Russian brides less than $17,000? I mean, you know, mail-order brides, are they less? I, I I don't know, but I'm just, you know, there's got to be, seven. Tom spent $17,000, he's 71 years old. 71 years old, he spent $17,000 on this customized doll of his that will talk to him, uh, have sex with him, and build a relationship with him. I'm 48, I can't come up with $17. There's got to be a better way than this. There has to be a better way than this. This is really happening, people. Really happening. <sighs> it's nothing more than a high-end mannequin. That's all it is. You know, I thought I could stretch this story out, but maybe I had a vision that we, <laughs> we'd get some pretty damn good comments that I can feast feast off of in the chat. Uh, but this is kind of ridiculous. I I don't have anything else to say about it except it. it, it I just I I continue to push the point home that. We, A, we're letting technology get too far too fast. This is another, this is an extreme, this is a really extreme example. This is the home, this is the Grand Slam home run of that theory. The second thing is, is this extends the problem in today's world where we are not social beings anymore. We hide behind smart devices and keypads and keyboards, and we exercise our social abilities in the world of AI. Cloud databases. And what has that really proved lately? That your data gets sold and stolen, misused, misplaced. That's all that's happening. Which reminds me, uh, going back a little bit on what we talked about last week with that Facebook situation. You know, there's been a lot of chatter on Facebook this week. Let me take a drink. About that, um, the notice we were all expecting... About the privacy concerns, and we didn't get it on Monday like we were told. Like we were told we were going to get it, and so we eventually did get some sort of mo- uh, uh, warning that not warning, but a notification saying that a particular app was disabled because uh, friends of mine had used it and it may have shared data of mine. What I did was, I checked, I I did my own security checkup, and I encourage everybody to do this on Facebook. So I keep my profile pretty well locked down because I don't want anyone in the world to get into my data. So if you're a friend of mine, you'll see some stuff about me but so i have it locked down and what i do is i i test this by you can view your profile as if you go to your profile then there's something up at the top that says view as and that just means hey view is not you basically and open up another web page and it'll show you how it looks to the rest of the world if they should land there and mine's it's practically blank you see my banner page or my banner header you see my profile picture and that's it however i went a step further uh, there's also a command in the privacy settings that allows you to to uh, not be searchable in search engines. So I think I tested this last week. You can't even Google my Facebook page. You can Google my name all you want, but I don't believe my personal uh, Facebook page is even accessible on search engines. And that is an option in the privacy. I encourage you to look at your profile, edit it, go through the privacy settings, go through the general settings, go through everything. And take a look at how you're set up. And there's, for most of them, they have information. You click in and kind of gives you an idea of what this section does, what this item does. And I encourage you to look at that. And then the other thing I have to look at, and I encourage you to do that as well, is I have to look at the apps that I uh, have permission to my Facebook because that's the thing. Everything these days is an app. You sign into Spreaker with your Facebook account, you're allowing the Spreaker app to interact with your Facebook. And that's things that you have to be careful of. And I'm sitting here telling you every Sunday night, hey, sign up and sign in with your Facebook so you can chat with me. If I was any kind of a good person, I tell you to don't chat with me. Don't sign in. Just listen. Listen anonymously. I don't want to know you're here because I don't want your <laughs> one speaker to share any of your data. So if I was any friend at all, I tell you to not log in. And maybe you didn't because there's no one in the chat. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I'll promote that. Stop letting Spreaker and Facebook interact. Just show up at Spreaker anonymously and listen to the show. Show up at joelmaholick.com and you can play it right there from the homepage. I had a listener tonight, he said he thinks the only thing is when he goes to joelmaholick.com is he's got to hit the play button for the current show. If it's live. And if it's not live, you can hit the play button anyway on any of the shows. They're in the list there. And maybe that's what you should do. Maybe that's what we should all do. But I do want to look because you know what happens? You you do this. You allow apps to interact because you're not thinking about it. But I think once in a while you got to take a step back and say, you know what, let me go back and see on Facebook. You can go to a part of your profile and look at what apps interact with your Facebook. Take a long, hard look at them and say to yourself, hey, when's the last time I was even on that app? And whether you have been or have not been, do you really want that app interacting with Facebook. So that's that's some things that you that's your homework. I hate to give homework. I'm sorry, but that's your homework. You need you really need to go after all of this Facebook stuff, you really need to go and take a look at your security settings and see how they're set up. And try that. Like go to a browser or log out of Facebook and just try googling me. You probably through Google would not even find my personal page. You'll find the show page. And then you could probably find me through the show page, but you'd find nothing once you click that link. I'm confident that I'm pretty well locked down. I would hope anyway. <laughs> so it's important that we check ourselves out because the people at Facebook have no interest in keeping our stuff safe. And I think there's a there's a somewhat a shred. Or a whole lot of bull. To the we didn't know this. We didn't know that. Because you know every time there's a data breach. Isn't that the first thing we we hear. Most of the time. We didn't know any of this was going on. We didn't hear any of this. We didn't know any of this. It's usually what we hear. So. I don't feel like we gained any knowledge. About what happened. From Mark Zuckerberg appearing in Washington. Over two days. But there it is. Check your Facebooks. Check your Facebooks. And if you're really lonely, you can get a doll that will talk to you. And try to coax you into bed. Whatever. Thank you for ruining social interaction for us. Okay, so coming up after the break, you know we got the Wombat of the Week, which was actually, it started out as a news story for the show, but then it turned out to be a Wombat of the Week. So that's coming up after the break and other stuff. We'll see what happens. Uh, Stick right around, and I'll be back for the last leg right after this. So So I I use my my computer every day. not even sure how i get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue, and you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today. 484-429-6061 or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com Welcome back to the program. I'm Joel Mahalik, and this is the Joel Mahalik Show, broadcasting live at JoelMaholik.com. Courtesy of the website, spreaker.com. That's where we broadcast uh, at. That's like the the home broadcaster, so you can check us out there. And follow me on Facebook at JM Talk, Twitter, WQIB Radio. That's where you can get all kinds of information, and follow me along my escapades on Twitter. Social media. What were we just saying about that? By the way, you might notice this new trend: when you go to a web page, a lot of web pages they have this little pop-up comes up and says, "Hey, this web page wants to know your location." Don't ever allow it to know your location. That's just as bad as letting apps have control of your Facebook information. That's just as bad as I as I said a long time ago about. Flashlight apps wanting access to your microphone and camera. For what? So for what do you, Mr. Website, need my location for? And whatever they tell you they need it for, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. So just wanted to additionally point that out. So if you follow Doomsday Prophecy then you probably have heard that the latest and greatest doomsday for us is April 23rd. Okay? So a recycled prediction for the end of the world is making waves on the internet again. You know, on social media, because if you read it on the internet, it must be true. And doomsayers are warning that a planet is hurtling towards a collision with Earth on April 23rd. They're calling this Planet X also known as Nibiru, and it'll show up at the end of April, sparking an Armageddon. So, now, the same people that predicted Nibiru was going to hit Earth this April said that it was going to hit Earth in September 2017, and then October 2017, and then adjusted it for November 2017. So, In case you're keeping up with these doomsday prophecies. Okay, so I guess after September, October, and November 2017 hit bust, now they're saying um, it's back again, and it's going to be April 23rd. So, (laughs) make sure you get plenty of bread and milk. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just plots to sell... Junk from the supermarket. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> uh, if you follow Neil DeGrasse Tyson, is it DeGrasse? Is it? De- I think it's DeGrasse. He says that uh, the prediction is a marvelous work of fiction. <sighs> so. But in case you're into that doomsday stuff. There's your next prediction, April 23rd. Okay, so you have less than 10 days. (laughs) Anyway. um, So, I'm just covering some stories that almost became Wombat of the Week, and then I'll give you the Wombat of the Week. So, just having... uh, Oh, I thank you very much. I don't know if that went out over here or not, but that's another thing. Auto-start videos on websites? Why? Why do you have to have that? You can't have my location, and please stop auto-starting videos. But anyway, hey, a Michigan man has been charged with shooting at a teenage boy who knocked on his door to ask for directions. Yes! 53-year-old Jeffrey Ziegler, who is a retired Detroit firefighter, was arraigned on Friday on charges of assault with intent to murder and possession of a firearm in a commission of a felony. Uh, The victim who was an African-American boy, and his mother said they believed the shooting was racially motivated, of course, um, apparently uh, missed his school bus, is the way I understand this. And so he wasn't sure of the school bus route, not sure why, but he began knocking on doors in his neighborhood to get directions. And um, this wonderful gent, Jeffrey Ziegler, uh, open the door pointing a gun so I don't know I don't know what's behind uh, behind that but I mean I don't typically answer the door pointing a gun, hey here's an idea I really don't think I answer the door unless I know who you are simple as that and unfortunately that's the way it is today right, you gotta be careful open the door, you just don't open the door for anybody and hasn't that changed used to love opening the door for people coming over to the house. But now, because of society, we can't trust who's coming to the door. Unless we know you're coming. Unless we know you're coming. Terrible. It's terrible. So I certainly do not condone what this moron did. You know? If you're that paranoid about who's knocking at your door... Put a peephole in the door, look out the window first, and maybe make an educated uh, decision not to open the door. And I mean that. If you look out the door and it's a Girl Scout selling cookies and you don't want cookies, don't open the door. Don't open it. Certainly don't open it and create bigger problems. So that's all I'm saying. Okay, now Friday the 13th was apparently National Kissing Day, and this pizza chain, where was this at? does not say. I'm not sure what town that is. This pizza chain called Villa Italian Kitchen created pepperoni pucker lipstick. That features a zesty pepperoni flavor. And if you signed up in advance at pepperonipucker.com, that's right, pepperonipucker.com, you got free lipstick that tasted like pepperoni. For National Kissing Day. I could eat a pepperoni pizza and I would taste like pepperoni for kissing for kissing day. <laughs> Um, so, but, you know, have the lipstick. Okay, uh, always some great wombats that come out of Florida. Even back when we did the old show, and we featured the Ass Clown of the Week winner from the Bear Fan Ron show each week, always lots of great idiots, stupid people doing stupid things, come out of Florida. And in Royal Palm Beach, Florida, a man ended up in jail after his dashboard camera showed police more than he intended them to see. Uh, The paper down there reports that after 25-year-old Xavier Moran was involved in a crash on April 5th, he told a sheriff's deputy that he had been cut off by another driver and could prove it with his dashboard camera. He then signed a consent waiver so the police could search the camera. And when the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Deputy reviewed the footage, he saw Moran burglarizing a beauty store. Authorities say the video showed Moran taking a baseball bat from the trunk of his car and someone using the bat to break the glass to the store. So he was arrested Tuesday on burglary charges because of what was found on his dash cam. Some world the story might be don't offer up your dash cam video unless you're editing the bad things. This guy could have been Wombat of the Week, and he was one of my personal runners-up. Of course, I'm I'm, I'm the one sitting here sifting through all the Wombats of the Week, right? Picking out who should be the winner, but he was very, very close to being the winner. But I had one that just took the cake, which we'll get to in a minute. So. (laughs) Anyway. One more, then we'll get on to the actual wombat of the week. We built this country. For- yes, we did build this country. Another video in auto play. So, this wombat here, okay, this guy here charged because he was upset after someone cut him off in a church parking lot that he took his anger out by shooting at the house of worship, shooting out the windows. Ryan McFaul, age 32. You <laughs> I'm never going to I'm never going to review the stories like this again. I'm not saving them as favorites anymore because of these damn videos. I'll just I'll print everything. Trying to save trees here, but I can't. So anyway, uh pellets from McFall's BB gun broke through the outer pane of the double pane windows but did not reach the inside of the building. In his confession, McFall told police he was trying He wasn't trying to hurt anyone, just trying to cause damage to the church property because someone from the church cut him off. Great. What a great example, right? What a great example. Okay. So, uh, the actual Wombat of the Week, folks, and you can send us your Wombat of the Week news stories, stupid people doing stupid things, to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or I believe the address is wombat at joelmaholic.com we can send these stories in and then we, we have more because my sources may not give me a whole lot where if I'm getting them from other parts of the country or the world, you know, we get more of an option. Now, as we get more follower, live followers to the show, then we want to open up the, the voting to you guys. Right now, I just sit behind my desk during a week going through them and I pick the one that's going to be the winner, the wombat of the week. But you can get involved. So send them to wombat at Send them to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. I uh, would love to have the submissions so we have more fun. Because this is what the last segment usually is piled up with the wombat winner, plus a bunch of idiots that are uh, runner, runners up that could have very, well, very easily taken the cake. But this one this week, again, comes from a neighboring state, Pennsylvania. And it's not so much a wombat, single person, as it is a wombat, a group of people. Okay, and the wombat of the week goes to the Milk Creek Township School District outside of Erie, Pennsylvania. Because, uh, because this particular school district has purchased hundreds of new baseball bats... And it's not for any sports team. They distributed the miniature bats to 500 teachers last week as part of a training program on how to deal with school shooters, according to the Pittsburgh Tribune. Superintendent William Hall says it cost the district around $1,800 to buy 600 16-inch baseball bats, including some that would be placed in offices and other common areas hall says the bats are to give teachers a chance to fight back as part of a procedure with the acronym trojan threat assessment run obstruct and barricade join forces attack and never give up so hall says that while the bats could be the last line of defense they are meant to be a symbolic reminder That fighting back is an option. John Mascioni, president of the Mill Creek Education Association Teachers Union, says the bats are there, quote, to make people comfortable with the idea that they can attack and not simply go into hard lockdown and just hide, as we had been told in our training up to this point, end quote. So wouldn't that also... Uh, mean that a student who is, say, pissed off at a teacher can go grab the bat and beat the shit out of them? I mean, I'm just uh, I'm just trying to ride the line here. He says teachers agree with most measures to make schools safer, but the majority of union members are against arming teachers. Uh, he says, quote, We certainly don't object to greater presence of armed and certified police officers, end quote. He says, but teachers are here to teach, not to be in the line of defense and carry weapons. Now, I will say that I agree with him on uh, the larger presence of armed and certified police officers. Uh, I've said it before. I think that every school, every school, from K all the way through college, every school, university, campus, have to really look at what's going on with their security. If somebody gets into your facility with firearms, then something something failed. Okay, obviously we have to deal with this. We want people to be secure, and so because you're not going to get you're not going to get far, and we're not turning this into political, but you're not going to get far trying to have a political conversation about it. You're not going to get far at all. So these kids in Florida, you know, David Hogg and etc., you know, demanding Washington do something like that is not really the answer. Okay, they want sensible gun laws. And what, I, what they need to do, and I've said this before, I'm an advocate of that, is they need to fix the stuff that's not working now. But in the meantime, while we wait for the FBI to learn how to follow up on leads better, and when we, uh, and while we're waiting for the FBI to fix the background check system, we have to do things that make our children safer. And I've said it before. People coming out of the military who do not have issues created by the military but are fully trained, more police officers, I mean, these are no-brainer things. And people who say, well, I don't want metal detectors in my child's school. I bet you a lot of you went to school in the 70s and 80s and had metal detectors. And I'm telling you that because I was raised in an urban area and the schools there had them. Several of the high schools had them. So it's not a brand new thing that we shouldn't be dealing with. It's something we need to expand on because while we're looking for all the right answers as a society... Hopefully, eventually, there will be a rational conversation. We've got to do something now that protects them now. And we have to fix the things that are really broken about it. That's what we really need to do. So, sorry for that interjection, uh, but your Wombat of the Week. This week is the Mill Creek Township School District outside of Erie, Pennsylvania. And thank you, Pennsylvania, for once again contributing another Wombat of the Week. So, there we have it. (sighs) Okay, so, sort of in closing, I do want to thank everybody for listening to the program tonight. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, As I said on Facebook and and Twitter, the Facebook Live version of the show is on hiatus until September, just because the weather's getting nicer and a lot more people are traveling and stuff, and I don't want that added pressure on you. See, now you can, if you can't be here Sunday night because you're having fun in the weather, great. You just listen to the on-demand the audio. You don't have to have any pressure that you're not getting here in time for a Facebook Live video event. So we'll get back to that. No big deal. But I want to thank everybody for joining me tonight on the show. Remember, check out everything on the network at joelmahalick.com. That's where everything's going. Uh, you can stop there, too, and have access to Spreaker, and you can listen to the shows on demand You can listen to the replay of tonight's show this coming Friday on Star FM. And that link is also available on the website and on the Facebook. And it airs 6 o'clock p.m. uh, on Star FM in Catskill, New York. So all that going on. And be sure to follow me around Facebook at JM Talk. Twitter at WQYB Radio. And come back and uh, enjoy some more with me next Sunday night, 8 o'clock Eastern Time. I'll be looking for you then. And remember, get your submissions in for Wombat of the Week over here at wombat at joelmahalik.com Thanks everybody, we'll see you next week Have a great night and a great week